planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, Daniel, thanks for uh, joining us on the show. The new Tesseract album signed out this week, and everyone at Ori is just raving about including yourself. It's a concept album, is that right? Yeah, it's the first time since Polaris. Um, the, the album was very much a, collect, a collection of songs. Um, I'd obviously left the band in 2011, came back in 2015. It came back a very different singer, and I think we just wanted to have a fresh approach and... As a result, we just we, we stepped away from the, con, from the from the concept approach. It was a great album. Um, we're all very happy with it, but we felt like for this album, we really needed to revisit each album and try and you know, steal an element of each album's sound to mould into maybe a hybrid tesseract sound, perhaps, um, and maybe a springboard into the next few albums as well so to, to explore the songwriting process and and also having you know assessed how all the albums have worked in the past we did we did feel like people appreciated the conceptual element of an album a lot more than having a, collect, a collection of songs so that got me thinking i came across the word sonder maybe a few years ago one or two years ago saw it on social media and absolutely fell in love with the idea of it and then kind of disappeared out of my mind i was quite distracted dealing with lots of other projects so i'm quite a busy guy and when it came back to uh creating the concept for this album i remembered the word and i tried to find it in the dictionary the official english dictionary i couldn't find it anywhere and that got me curious so i went on to google and obviously found out that it was um a word that was coined by a guy called john koenig who turned out to be the author of the dictionary of obscure sorrows and his whole body of work is actually amazing. Um, he's very beautifully putting into words thoughts and emotions that we maybe haven't properly considered or, or, or given enough time to, to explore. And yeah, I, I think he's he's a guy that's really at the forefront of linguistic progression. Really, I mean, he's definitely creating new words that have a lot of deep meaning. And Tesseract being quite a deep, mean, meaningful band, I think they kind of really, you know worked together so we decided to create to call the album sonder i was a bit reluctant at, at first because i know that um the word itself is becoming quite popular and it's been used by quite a few different artists in the past but uh, having discussed it with the band we all felt that it was a very powerful idea and every song on the album in some way links into the overall umbrella of sonder and the meaning of sonder which if you didn't already know um it basically means or is a perspective really whereby you can suddenly realize that the people around you and the millions and billions of people around the world are all living a life that is equally as complex and vivid as your own and i think that 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 can make you feel one of two ways um i think it can make make you feel quite in, insignificant 
because it highlights the fact that you are a very small part in a very big story. But on the flip side, I, I personally find it quite empowering because if you think about how unique you are as an individual and in the grand scheme of things, how how, you, how unique you are in the scheme, in the grand scheme of like the universe, <laughs> and they're like you, you take a step back at the planets and solar systems and galaxies and, and so on and so forth, and the further back you get, the more unique we become. And I think that's quite a nice thing to, to understand today, to realise that we are really special and it's uh, you know it's almost an honor and a privilege to to have a life to have a consciousness and i think sometimes we kind of forget the meaning of life you know what it you know and, and appreciate the core fun, fundamentals of life you know air that we breathe the sight that we have the fact that we can have relationships with other people you know there's so many amazing things in life that we just kind of overlook and especially in today's age I find personally when I reflect on my childhood and I compare it to the to, to the to the childhood that my kids have, I you know there's there's some very big differences. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the digital age. In in essence, that's what the album kind of touches on. I love that man. That's amazing. And of, of course, there's a new version of Smile on the album too, which is uh, there is yeah yeah <clears> a revamped longer. version. Yeah, it's a little bit more intense too. What what was the reason behind that? Well, the first version we put out was actually um, a, a promotional tool to support the, the fact that we were on tour with Megadeth. We were meant to be writing the album, you know, well over a year and a half ago, but we had loads of distractions that got in the way, whether that, whether that was put from a personal perspective or from a business perspective. Mm. But a, a great example of that is the fact that, we, you know, we'd all got into the the mindset of, you know, being creative, got our studios set up, you know, we were very focused, and all of a sudden we got an offer to tour with Megadeth. So it's not the kind of thing you, you, you want to turn down. And we had quite a lot of those opportunities and disruptions, so it kind of put all the songwriting back, and then we suddenly realised we had this deadline to meet and only a few weeks to actually finish an album, so it was a real stress in actual fact. Um, and Smile in some ways, was actually a demo, if you like, when we released it. I think a lot of people... I mean, it's, it's dangerous to do that. I appreciate mm. that. Um, and we did say from the outset that, you know, this, this may change, this this, this, may, this is a work in progress in some, in some ways. But at the same time, it was pretty cool because it was giving people a taste of new music. But I don't think we were completely happy with this with, with, with the style and tone of that song. It was always going to change. But I think we got it right in the end, you know. I think I think it's now a very a very powerful track. It's got the right intensity. It's got the right moments to it. Yeah. So hopefully people will appreciate that. Oh, absolutely, man. That's probably one of my favourites of the um, the album too. And I do love how you can listen to the single version and that version, and it's like picked apart in ways that like there's, there's tiny little bits that are you know that pop out. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, really all, cool. we, we, we always every time we put some, some something out, it always becomes quite a hot talking point. Either people love it or hate it, and um, we tend to find that every, every time we release new music, because every album we've released has been different from the next. Mm. And I find personally, my observation of this is that every album has generated its own fan base, a different type of of listener. And when you when we play a show. I can actually, I, I could point out into the crowd and tell you what album was someone's favourite. You, you can see there are pockets of people. We have such a, a, 
a diverse range like fan base now that um, you, you, you can see these pockets of people developing around, around the room. It's very interesting. Have you found that in Australia as well when you've been down here? Like different reactions? Um, I mean, we haven't been since because when we when we toured Australia last time, it was just at the point when we were releasing Polaris. Yes. So I don't think people have had. Well, we haven't been back since. I don't really know how people would react to it, but I would imagine it would be pretty. It would be pretty similar because the trend has always been there. Wherever we play in the world, there's always these pockets that that, that seem to generate. And you can see it in comments, you can see it on social media. Mm. Everyone's got a different album, you know, favourite or favourite song. and I really like that. I like being a band that can be constantly evolving and experimenting. And everyone's going to find something that they really like about the album. So that's, why we, that's another reason why I thought it was a good idea to kind of take elements from each album and make it into like this hybrid sound. Absolutely, man. And, of course, uh, talking about uh, touring Australia, you're going to be here in September with Circles. And they're great dudes, man. Do you know those yeah. guys? We actually played some shows with them a few years ago in the UK, believe it or not. And, um, yeah, I've, I have really love the band, yeah. I'm great to be back on tour with them. I can't wait to see how much they've developed and changed over the year, over the few years. Australia's got some kick-ass bands, man. I would, I would love to tour with, with any of the prog rock Guys over in the states. Uh, sorry, over in the <laughs> over in. <laughs> I mean, Carnival. I'm a massive fan. Dead Letter Circus. I'd love to play some, some shows with those guys. I've played with Sleep Makes Waves. Voyager. I've got quite a few friends in that band, but I haven't played with them yet. And played with Circles. Who else is there? We've played with Tall Foot Ninja. You know, there's so many great bands over there. And I think I've I've, no, I've noted this in the past, but any Aussie band takes it serious and they really work on their sound and their craft and their live performance probably you know in terms of like seeing bands develop Australia take, takes it the most seriously out of any country that's another observation that I've had funny because uh, you know when we, when we get out getting to work we you know put our asses up and get down and get to it but we're, we're pretty funny guys <laughs> down here and go. Yeah, <laughs> we take the piss when we get set down to it. I guess. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think it's thing, it's things like you've also got you know great little educational pockets like Army, Australian Rock and Metal Institute. I mean, I've been and worked with those guys and done like a master class, and it's just great to see how people approach it and, and how interested people are in music, not just as listeners, but as creators as well. Fantastic. Are you still doing, are you doing uh, vocal lessons on the road? Um, occasionally. Um, I've tried to kind of step away from that a lot now because it's become less of a necessity um, mm. to do it on the road. Because uh, I've, I've actually developed a, a vocal coaching educational website now, which is daniel-tompkins.com. It's really easy to find. Uh, and that's like a subscription thing now, so people can just join up and see loads of pre-recorded like lessons that I've created, and it, it just it, it gives me more freedom to to well, it, it's less stressful on tour because obviously, as you can imagine and probably know, it's so fast-paced touring mm. as a band, and, and I actually having uh, being a singer as well, I do I do need to conserve my voice. Um, and now I have the freedom to do that. So yeah, I do still teach from time to time. I have a lot of students that I've had over the years, and I've, I've kept you know, a good relationship with them. 
So I just haven't advertised it this time. Oh, that's cool, man. I'll have to uh, check out the uh, website. But I'm glad you dropped that, too. Yeah, so nice we'll, uh, we'll put up the link yeah, nice to the uh, interview for sure. For oh, sure. that'll be really cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, too easy, man. Well, uh, of course, we can't wait to see you guys in September. And uh, Sonda comes out this week, so everyone should check it out because it is a damn good album, man. And, uh, you know we, something? Uh, I didn't even realise it came out this week. <laughs> I've been so busy preparing for the the, the, the tour in person, completely just didn't realise so, yeah, that's quite exciting, actually. <laughs> yeah, in a week's time. It's an amazing yeah. album, and we can't wait to see you guys down here. And uh appreciate you taking us to uh, talk to us on the show, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks a lot. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 